We preview the AFLW season on the Splash today, plus heaps of headlines to rip through. It's Friday, Feb 2. Let's get into it. It's time for your daily dose of Sporting Agenda, your audio edition of the Fox Sports homepage. The Splash with your host, Phil Pryor. February is underway. The AFLW season is underway tonight and it just feels like we're building up. Footy is just around the corner. I think the NRL season is just over a month from kicking off uh, the AFL a couple weeks after that. Uh, Just everything. It just seems to be building up. Uh, Interest is certainly increasing around the grounds. Uh, Look, Plenty uh, to get through in a second with some headlines. Riley Beveridge from Fox Footy uh, joins the, uh, the Splash in a moment as well to help preview the AFLW competition. And uh, members of the Fox Sports team cleaned up at the ASC Media Awards as well, so we will touch on that as well. But as I mentioned, time for some headlines. In the Big Bash, first up, Perth was scorched by Hobart. Uh, shocked, surprised in the opening, uh, opening the door, sorry, for the winner of tonight's semi. Uh, the right to host Sunday's BBL final in Adelaide, of course. The Strikers hosting the Renegades in Friday night's BBL semi final action in tennis. Teen Alex Dimonor will lead Australia's Davis Cup tilt today against Germany. By the time you're listening to this, Uh, His match has probably already taken place, or at least uh, you're in the midst of it. He's up against world number five, Alex Zverev, if you don't mind. He's the world number 39. And then um, Australia's number one uh, player, Nick Kyrgios, is up against Jan Leonard Struff. Uh, In NRL, uh, Cody Walker has re-signed with the Rabbitohs for two years. Uh, In cricket, uh, back to cricket, Virat Kohli. He became the third player in history to score a one-day ton in nine out of the ten full member countries. Just Pakistan to go, uh, and he joins just uh, Sachin Tendulkar and, ja- and Sanath Jaisarir, the Sri Lankan opening batsman, um, to achieve such a feat, which is quite, in- quite incredible. Uh, in the NBA, Nikola Mirotic, the Bulls big, has been traded uh, to the New Orleans Pelicans, who are trying to replace uh, DeMarcus Cousins, who's obviously now out for the rest of the season with a uh, torn Achilles. Um, on the Fox Sports website right now, the top 10 EPL earners, um, which obviously follows a massive January transfer window. Uh, and here's a little tease. Alexis Sanchez and Paul Pogba are in the top three. Head to the website for all of those details. And the AFLW season, as I've mentioned, k- kicks off Tonight, Friday night, between Carlton and Collingwood, uh, we have a huge opening round to discuss today on the Splash, which is why I welcome in Fox Footy's Riley Beveridge. How are you, mate? G'day, Phil. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Uh, and first things first, I, I would have loved to have got uh, one of the one of the girls down there. Um, all of them have been doing such great uh, work for the Fox Footy team for women's sport coverage, but they were too busy 
cleaning up the ASC Media Awards last night uh, and potentially went on and partied a little bit too hard. <laughs> I speak of Sarah Oli, uh, Anna Harrington and the gang who picked up the award for best co- coverage of women in sport last night. Yeah, very deservedly as well. They work harder than anyone down here at Fox Footy. We're all very proud of them. Uh, they put their heart and soul into, into covering the AFLW season one last year. So we're all wrapped that that work was... Uh, sort of um, credited last night at the ASC Media Awards, and they, they definitely deserve to take that out. And I'm happy to play second fiddle to them today. I'm <laughs> not sure if I'll be able to do as good a job as them as they showed last night, but uh, I'll definitely try. And certainly made an, an intangible contribution to AF, the AFLW product as a whole in its inaugural season, which I think blew everyone away just with the, the level of footy on the, on the park, but just the overall product itself. Yeah, and you saw that in the crowd numbers. I mean, 25,000 to the first game last year. They're expecting the same thing tonight between Carlton and Collingwood at, at Princess Park. They're expecting another lockout, which means fans who do want to go would have to get there early because uh, tickets are free. It's free entry, but they can only cater to the capacity, which is about just over 24,500, I think. So we're expecting another lockout tonight. And then, of course... Next week, looking ahead, we go Fremantle against Collingwood, the Saturday night game. It's the first footy match being played at that new Perth Stadium. 38,000 tickets have already been sold for that game, and they're expecting 50,000 there. So just goes to show how much this competition's improving, how much extra attention it's getting. And it's deserved because, as we've said before, these girls have put their heart and soul into everything. They've, they've plugged away at this for so long, and we saw from the first season last year that it's, it's not just a, a gimmick. It, it's, it's a great product. They, they, they put everything on the line. It's entertaining. It's quality football, and it's only going to get better with, with the extra resources that are going into it. That is insane. Uh, let's get to some of the title contenders. We'll start at the very top. Um, I just had a look at uh, a couple of the, the betting lines, and, uh, and the bookies are saying that Adelaide, Carlton, and Melbourne are probably the big three contenders. Uh, would you, A, would you agree with that based on your understanding and, and overall analysis? Uh, and B, who, who do you think stands out the most? I do agree that they're sort of the big three going into the year. I suppose Carlton, from their perspective, have got a lot of the attention over the off-season because they went so hard at, at, at trading in new players. They got Taylor mm. Harris, who was a Brisbane marquee down. They got Nick Stevens, who was the Collingwood best and fairest winner in its inaugural season. So they've got two gun recruits, adding them to the captain, the new captain, Bree Davy, and, and the star forward, Darcy Vessio, who kicked the most goals in the competition last year. Mm. So they've, they've sort of gone all out and got this supercharged squad. So all attention will be on them. Then you've got Adelaide, who are the minor premiers, obviously, um, so the reigning premiers, sorry. We know yeah. what they did last year with Aaron Phillips dominating, and, and Chelsea Randall, their other marquee, had that outstanding grand final performance where she kept Taylor Harris really quiet. The side that's gone under the radar, who's actually my tip for the year, is Melbourne. I think if you looked at their season last year, they probably played better footy than anyone throughout the course of the year. They, their scoring chains were looked the, the most sort of complete out of any side. The only reason they didn't make it to the grand final is they got beat twice in the wet. Once at that game at Casey Fields against Brisbane where it absolutely lashed down and they had to call it off midway through the third quarter momentarily. And then again when they played GWS on a Friday night, absolutely poured rain up there in Sydney. Yeah, and right. that was the only two 
times where the conditions didn't really suit their footy. I think if they'd have played those two games in the dry, they probably would have got the points, and I think on both occasions, and they would have gone into the grand final potentially undefeated and might have uh, might have taken it out. So Melbourne's the one to watch for me. That's who I'm tipping a win. I think Daisy Pierce has got a lot to prove after last season. She had a couple of mm. niggling injury, injury issues, and she's going to want to take that crown back off Aaron Phillips as the, the premier player in the competition. Yeah, on a personnel level for the Demons, is there a better on-balling uh, tandem than Karen Paxman and Daisy Pearce? No, I don't think so. And, and, and the big thing for Melbourne is they've got Mel Hickey, who's apparently had this incredible off-season where she's got super fit. She looks super fit. Apparently, she's going to move into the midfield as well. So if they've got that trio in there, they're going to be hard to stop. And we saw last year with Adelaide, when you can get on top in the midfield, that's where you can boss games. Because it's such a territory game, it's it's early stages. You need to win the midfield battle. So if Melbourne can have Pierce, Paxman and, and Hickey running through the middle, they'll be very hard to stop throughout the season. Uh, we, we, you did allude to Carlton uh, and their supercharged squad earlier. Uh, Taylor Harris and Darcy Vessio, speaking of duos, is this the best uh, forward pairing uh, in the competition, do you reckon? Yeah, I definitely think so. Darcy Vessio sort of stamped her name as, as the premier forward in the competition last year. She, she booted four in that first season opening game against Collingwood. She kicked 14 for the year and she kept having an impact at crucial stages. She's one of those players where she's not entirely consistent all the time but when she bobs up she has an impact and she'll always impact a match so I think she's the sort of wild card Harris is another one that needs to work on her consistency she had a pretty frustrating first season at Brisbane last year but I think with uh, with Damien keeping she's already credited uh, credited him for the coach the Carlton coach for changing her work work ethic and her attitude around the club so with, with him at the helm I think he's the sort of man that can straighten her out and, and get her back on the right track so I think they'll be they'll be hard to stop as well it's it's those sides where you can get three or four really quality players through your team that will do the damage and I think that's why you'll see Carlton and Melbourne competing at the, the final stages of the season. Uh, one of your colleagues down in Melbourne, Sarah Ollie, penned a piece uh, for the Fox, Fox, Fox Sports website yesterday. Ten players to watch. Uh, we've already mentioned a number of those players that do feature in this article. But, of course, right at the very top, Aaron Phillips from Adelaide. Um, and, you know, a season that... Uh, that not even Dustin Martin could uh, could compete with <laughs> to kick off the AFLW last year. Yeah, she won just about every award under the sun, and it took everyone by surprise because I think a few people thought she was going to be good, but not many thought she was going to be that good. So the way she impacted virtually every game, she got she averaged twenty disposals, she kicked more than a goal a game, and just her power and draw through that midfield was was extraordinary. It was against Carlton early in the season last year where she was kicking at 55 metres, um, kicking goals from over 55 metres out. So it's incredible. I don't think any other player in the competition can replicate her sort of power, her legs, and the way she can get a head start in her midfield opponents. So she's obviously got the crown going into it this year. I wouldn't be surprised if Daisy Pierce takes it off her again. She's been at the helm of AFLW and women's footy for a long time of course, with her, with her VFL stints at, at Darabin as well. So I think she'll be desperate to sort of claim reclaim that mantle as the best player in women's footy. So look out for her this year. The other one who I'm really excited about is Bree Davy at Carlton. Um, mm. She dominated across half-back last year. They've got Nick Stevens in who might take her position, which will allow her to run through the midfield more. She's super composed on the ball. She's, she's arguably the best in the competition with the ball in hand. So she's one that I'm really looking out for. I think she made it to third on Sarah's list, which goes... Just just goes to show how how important she is and how much she is being recognised 
among the competition and also her peers because she was named Carlton captain uh, earlier this month. She took the mm. reins from, from Lauren Arnell last year. So she's another one who I'm really excited to watch this year. Plays that sort of quarterback Tom Brady style, uh, style role for the Blues. <laughs> she does, yes. Yeah, she does. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the rest of that, of the 10 players to watch piece, uh, head to the website to check that out. Uh, and another piece that's gone up today on the website is penned by none other than Brisbane Lions player Mitch Robinson. Uh, what's his take on AFLW and the competition which is set to kick off tonight? Yeah, it was a really nice piece by Mitch, um, who's a regular contributor at Fox Sports. And he, he just basically said how excited he is for the season. It's been a long off-season um, he's obviously missed a lot of footy himself with a foot injury last year, and he said he's he's just excited to watch footy again. He said he's got a young daughter now, and he's excited to, to show her the games and give her role models growing up as well. So really nice piece for Mitch. Head to the website to read that. You, you will definitely enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm just trying to think what else. Uh, well, this weekend's action, I suppose, as we mentioned, Carlton Collingwood tonight. And then Melbourne GWS uh, and Adelaide Brisbane Saturday with the Bulldogs taking on Fremantle to round out the opening round. Yeah, I think the Saturday night fixture is the one to watch. That's the grand final rematch from last year. Mm. Obviously, Brisbane were the heavy favourites going into that game. They were undefeated throughout the whole season. And Adelaide, led by Aaron Phillips, just pipped them at the post. So Brisbane will be desperate to get some revenge. Of course, they've lost Taylor Harris to Carlton. So how they fill uh, the void that she will that she has left will be um, up for debate throughout the season. Someone will have to come in and, and spearhead that forward line. So I'm really looking forward to that game. I think that's the pick of the bunch. But but I just can't wait to get down to Princess Park tonight. 25,000 will be there. It'll be a great occasion. And hopefully uh, we share some good footy as well. And uh, how much of the action will be on uh, Fox Footy uh, on, on the screen? Every game live. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Every game live on Channel 504. Don't forget to tune in. You won't be disappointed. It's going to be another great season. Yeah, for sure. Thank you very much for joining us today, Riley, and uh, and pass on our uh, congrats to the, uh, uh, the girls' oh, team. Definitely will. Thanks for having me, Phil. And I understand, I, well, I think the AFLW are... Um, uh, introducing an out-of-bounds, last-touch out-of-bounds out of rule, which is going to encourage the girls to play through the corridor and up the guts a bit more. Definitely something to keep an eye on. Uh, it's definitely going to help to improve the brand and general excitement as well. Certainly something to look forward to uh, this weekend uh, in footy. And that'll do us on the splash for this week. I hope you've enjoyed our company. Thank you to everyone out there that has subscribed to the splash uh, and all of uh, the Fox Sports podcast uh, network productions. Uh, That'll do us, everyone. Have a great weekend. That's a wrap.